This is a parental guidance moment. Welcome back to the Sunday service. It's the world's shittest podcast. We're back with a very special episode, one I've been trying to tee up for a few weeks now. Uh, we've got my mate Taylor Coftry back in the drivers, or the co-driver's seat, the co-pilot. Well, we call it a passenger seat in my household. Passenger seat, That's that would make a lot more sense. Uh, and we've got Josh Nielsen of the Daily Blue fame joining us. How are you, bud? Good, mate. How are you? And we've also got Russ the Red Dog down here. So Executive uh, produce. The executive producer has once again graced us with his presence. So good to have you boys on. Thanks for having me. How's, yeah. the, uh, how's the start of the week been? Or the how has the week been, I should say? Yeah, it's been long. Fuck, I'm happy it's the weekend, dude. We, Absolutely. Um, work has been gay because work is gay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, dude, you guys will not even fucking guess what happened to me this morning. Oh, got fingered? This morning, not worse. This morning, I forgot that I had an interview with the Canberra Times at 10.30. That's bad. Oh, and dude. I was so fucking high this morning, dude. <laughs> Was it like just a phone call? It was a phone interview, dude, to p- promote my fucking Canberra Comedy Festival show. How did you go? I don't, bad, dude. Fucking bad. We'll find out. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, dude, it was so fucked up. Like, um, <laughs> like Sam, Sam Silla, who I'm doing the, the show with, messaged me on Instagram and was like, hey, don't forget that we have that Canberra Times thing this morning. That was about 20 past 10. And it was at 10.30, dude. And wow. I was already high. I've completely forgot about it. So before I even knew, I was just on the phone to the Canberra Times. And, you know, they, they ask you bullshit questions. just like, so what, what can audience expect from your show this year? And you just be like, Fuh. I don't know. I, uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter, dude. Just pay the tickets. Did, I'm poor. Did you, tell, you should have just told them you were fucked up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like full disclosure, guys. I'm so high right now. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna be in for... A show by someone that forgets they have interviews yeah. with the Canberra Times. Yeah, I yeah. mean, this interview's not going great, so it doesn't bode well for the show. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I just talked shit about comedy in Canberra. I'm yeah. pretty sure I just did that. <laughs> and then I ended up just, I was looking at myself in the mirror and lost track of what I was saying. Yeah, oh, dude, that's, that's the worst. The worst <laughs> is when you're so high, you have to go look in the mirror to try assess how high that you are. Yeah. And then once you get in, you're like, oh, this is not good, dude. Ooh, this you're, is going badly. You're already high if you need mirror for confirmation. Yeah. I think. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's a great start to your Saturday. The, yeah, the worst nice. thing is like if you run into a mirror when you're high on acid, you're like, this is, someone should have blocked these out mm-hmm. before we did this. This yeah. is a terrible fucking idea. Dude, it was so fucked. And then literally five minutes after it ended, anxiety kind of goes down. Yeah. My landlords just rock up without telling us. Damn. Oh, that's and I illegal. have to have a conversation with my fucking landlords as they're in my garden. Bong still on the table. <laughs> yeah, like quickly run to the other end of the house, put it under the sink in the yeah. laundry. It was fucked up. That's intense. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a stressful time when you got to hide hide shit like that as well. You're like, fuck, I've like, because bongs aren't really easy to hide because they stink. Yeah. Yeah. We have it. We just got a, like a chest. So we just put them all in like a big chest. The full of paraphernalia. Yeah. 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 Just be like, hey, don't look in that. <laughs> look everywhere. Just yeah. please avoid this. Just look. There's fucking, look. There's no marks <laughs> on the walls. The fucking grass is cut. You don't need to be looking clean. at, you don't need to look in that room that's always shut and is very stinky. Get the fuck out of your house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Bluey, each week on the pod, we like to do uh, a little bit of a beverage breakdown. So, without further ado, I'm just going to fucking hit this button here. Let's do it. Nice.
as a proud Australian man, how do you feel when you hear that tune? It definitely brings a tear to the eye. It's prolific, isn't that it? That was barring me up a little bit oh, there. And that was nice. Mate, wait, we're, we're all fucking, we're all for boners on, on this podcast. Fuck yeah. Um, so what we're <laughs> drinking today is called the Strata Juice Triple IPA by our mates over at Guelo. Uh I've mentioned this before on the pod, but I don't know if uh, you remember, Taylor. Guelo is actually a slur. It's round eye. Yeah. Is like it round eye? Re- like I think like ghost face or something yeah. like that. And it's just like, this is... One of my favourite beer companies because they're just sledging us very openly and I support them wholeheartedly. And they're just allowed to do it, dude. Isn't that crazy? 100%. Yeah. How the mighty have fallen. I'm just yeah. thinking of all these racial slurs I want to say now, but yeah. I shouldn't do it. Ima- like- yeah, imagine, imagine, just, imagine just finding one called N-Bomb Juice and you're just like, yeah. damn, bro. Yeah. Like, that's, how you, that's how we're supposed to appeal to these guys. But a triple IPA, this is a, you pointed out, Bluey, this is a 10% beverage. Yeah. This is uh, three standard drinks, but I... I wanted to have a banger of a beer for a, uh, for a, for a good episode. So cheers to you boys. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate Thanks for having it. us. Cheers, yeah. fellas. Happy, happy Saturday. Look, it's all right. Not too bad. What do you think, Taylor, half beer cough tree? I think it's fucking, there's definitely worse beers. Definitely worse. What about that? Definitely worse. Beer. We had one called Critical Hit last week that Taylor was not a fan <laughs> nah, that of. That was at fucking all. bullshit, dude. It was garbage. So this is better fucking than that. What, what kind of is this a pale? What, what what are we talking here? So it's a triple IPA. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah, it's very nice. So in terms of like IPAs are generally quite dank, and they have like they've toned this to a point where you can drink it. It's and very not drinkable. Know that you're drinking mm-hmm. a ten percent beverage. Yeah. This would this this feels like something I could have. Five cans of and then get up and, like you say, the old trip to the mirror. Yeah. Just yeah. betrays you completely. You'll be, you'll be, yeah, yeah. You'll be dancing on the table yeah. after a few of these. Yeah, well, you know fucking my acquired beer taste and the limits of that, and I actually kind of like this. I know you're a great northern ambassador, and look, if yeah. my asshole wasn't hanging out and I wasn't shaking my ass for the, on the street for a bit of money, I would have mm. bought you some great northerns just as a little bit of an extra compensation. A bit so. of hospitality. Yeah, no, it's yeah. all good, man. This is for for an IPA that's ten percent. This is very drinkable. Yeah, this is nice. It's it's borderline dangerously drinkable because, like you said, you'd have if you had five of these or even four. If you got through the four you're pack of these, fucking destroyed. You'd be fucked, dude. <laughs> this be, is easily like a nice on a Sunday afternoon with a couple of people. Yeah, just out of nowhere, you'd be like, oh shit, I've had six of yeah, these. Yeah, and driving nowhere. Yeah, you're not going anywhere. No. Not going anywhere. So, um, good to have you on, Bluey. I wanted to talk a little bit about um, the Daily Blue. Yeah. So for the people that wouldn't know what the Daily Blue is, it's kind of like a satirical uh, news site similar to Batuta Advocate. It's a, it's a poor man's Batuta Advocate is uh, what I like to. I think it's a one-man army Batuta Advocate where I feel like Batuta's got way too many people in there. They're doing it the easy way. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm pushing shit uphill with this thing, but it's a lot of fun. How did you start making this? So it was the first lockdown. Like when, uh, like a lot of people's passion projects sort of kicked off. And interestingly, so I, I'm a scaffolder and used to work at the coal loader just across like Carrington, um, right. where all the yeah all the coal comes in from the Hunter Valley and goes out to everywhere. And uh, I nearly got sacked right when. So we were still working. We were like essential workers. Yeah. And uh, it was just as the lockdown was happening, or it was Easter maybe. And all the boys were like, we had a big drink in the shed at work. Like, we might not be able to go to the pubs. We don't know when we're going to see each other again. We got fucking paralytic and, like, broke a heap of stuff in the work shed. Nice. And uh, it got pinned on me and another dude. There was, like, 30 of us there, but, like, 
the ringleaders, and I got stood down from work for like two weeks. Oh no! So I was Damn. like, "Fuck!" And I fully thought they were going to sack me, which was bad at the time. And uh, and yeah, so I had I was just sitting at home, and I'd wanted to do it for ages, but we were like locked down, and I wasn't working. So I was like, "Now, I've like, just had the time, um, like, made a shitty little template on uh, Canva." Perfect. And but yeah, I had one like huge, hugely inspired by Batuta Advocate. Like, I think they're they're the guns. And, uh, and had the time and just sort of got into it. And at the start, I didn't really know what I was writing about. I was just writing about, like, the fucking shit that I was doing at home, like, in lockdown. And then it just started writing about the footy because I like, I like watching the footy. Um, and it just kind of took off and people sort of started liking it. And, uh, and then I was lucky I got shared by a few, like, big sort of footy pages when I do footy articles or stuff that was, like, really sort of typically Newcastle, like, that sort of people liked. And... Just sort of went, so yeah. Uh, so footy, your NRL. Point. NRL, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you're born and raised in Newey? No, I was actually born in the UK, but moved over here when I was super young. So I was born in Cheshire, just outside of Manchester, but like moved here when I was like four. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Dad actually got uh, like not deported, but he was living illegally in the UK. <laughs> His visa expired, and he's like, "Ah, oh, don't worry about that." Yeah. And uh, and he got shipped back here, so the whole family moved back. How so. good is coming to Australia by criminal means? I found out that my like one of my first ancestors got done for armed highway robbery in Ireland. And I was like, what a fucking G. It's the most patriotic thing ever. Yeah. Like, colony of convicts. So. Yeah, it's, it's the best. And it's just like some people got like, you know, they stole loaves of bread or potatoes yeah. to feel their, feed their family. Yeah. No, the highway robbery is nice. That's yeah, cool. that's, that's so sick. Gangster, dude. My ancestors were fucking horse thieves in Scotland. That's nice. And then one of my other ancestors was a captain in the first fleet. That's very cool. So I'm like also a thief, but like I can get away with it. Dude, and racism's just in your bones then. Like, yeah, you're telling me, mate. You're ingrained. Ne- yeah. <laughs> you, are, you are a big advocate for not changing the date, I'd say. Yeah. Oh, f- <laughs> Putting words in his mouth. <laughs> I didn't. Taylor didn't say that, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm an advocate for changing the date as long as we get to keep the old one and have two days off. On man. public holiday. I don't care when it yeah, is. Just come just on. on a public yeah, holiday. I think as long as it's in January or Feb, so it's still warm weather for a barbie, yeah. we're on. Yeah. Can we? We should get another day so we won't. No one tries to make us feel bad for celebrating how fucking sick it is to live in Australia. Yeah, that was the big thing that bothered me. This year was like the guilt tripping of people yeah. who wanted to. Because like Australia Day, uh, how old are you boys? You guys would be like- I'm 31. Yeah, six. So like same as me. Like you grew up, Australia Day was like one of the biggest piss ups of the year. Yeah. It was sick. Hottest 100, Aussie flags as capes. <laughs> Maybe not, that wasn't the best part. But like yeah, yeah, it was yeah. always the biggest piss up ever. And this year- Cronulla riding, very Cronulla sick. riding, unreal stuff. And uh, and this year was like, <laughs> the pub's like a ghost town. Yeah, like you yeah. go to any pub, we went out for dinner and it was like crickets. They're like drumming up business by saying, we're not going to celebrate Australia Day. That's a, we're in a weird time. So weird. Weird. And then other pubs and establishments are going. We definitely are. And then yeah. they're getting heaps of money, but then not getting the pa- the patrons that would be like, mm, he's not supposed to. Th- those kind of people probably don't fucking play poker machines and stuff anyway. So yeah, yeah. do you really want those? There's not fucking- many RSLs that were going. We're not going to celebrate Australia exactly. Day. One yeah. of my friends uh, here in Stockton. She is, I think, twenty one, and I ran into her the day after, and she's like. I celebrated with my friends. Like we went to the beach, we had some drinks, but we had a rule: no posting on social media. They were they wow. were genuinely worried about ridicule. ridicule for That's crap. Celebrating the day, I was like, "Fucking hell, this is bizarre." Young people scare me like that. There's a, a few young guys that work with us now, um, and they like Anzac Day comes around, and I said, "Where are you boys playing two up this year?" I said, "What's two up?" I was like, "Oh, oh boy." <laughs> 
Oh boy, Ooh. like I didn't know. Like I said, well, do you go to a dawn service? They're like, oh, my old man, guys. I've been a couple of times, but I was like, fuck, like that's another one. Yeah, it's, it's a That'll weird be one too, dude. My family, like in the town that I grew up in, was like a small country town. Like my pop was like the head of the Anzac Day committee, and my family like ran Anzac Day. It was like yeah. a massive part of my family's life every year. Yeah, being in, up. Being some people Ca- are like, fuck, fuck the diggers. And you're like, ooh, don't know about that. Don't be- know about that. Yeah, being from Canberra as well, like, you yeah. know, you'd always have to like brave the cold and fuck get yeah. up and go to like yeah. the dawn service at dawn the Dawn service at the Warmer Moor is, is elite. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. And when you and when you tried stand-up a few months back, um, you had that great bit about hating on young people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like we had a chat afterwards and I was like, oh, mate, like going down to the pub with the old boy, like he was just he was ropeable. They bother some me. Of the sights that he saw, like yeah, they annoy the fuck out of me. Blokes with painted fingernails and dangly crucifix earrings. And yeah, shit. yeah, he's just like, what the fuck? And is it's going annoying on? that they're trying to make it seem like they're not just doing it for pussy. No, that is annoying. Just be open about be why open you're doing it. We know what you're doing because we know what we used to do for pussy. You're just yeah. doing the same thing. Stop trying to make yourself feel better than us. We had like. Skate belts and fucking wide shoes, and that was what we used to do for pussy. Yeah, and then, and then there'd be the Cyrus D3s. <laughs> I, I used to have a blonde Jedi and a wog cut and wear fucking Ray Ban shoes. Respect, yeah. nothing I know, wrong with that. Wear some billies. Yeah. yeah, people used to straighten their hair and shit. I used to straighten like, my hair. <laughs> yeah. oh, I, had a, I had a blonde patch at the front and the back. Oh, yeah. 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 Nice. And like when our old old boys saw us like straightening hair or with dyed hair, it was just like, what have I created? It means they're worse fears. Yeah, they're it like, is their worst fears. You guys are gay. Like, Honestly, like I didn't yell at him enough. Damn. I thought I'd screamed at him enough. Honestly, my dad was like, "I told you it was a mistake sending him to an all boys Catholic high school. Like, yeah. Look what they've done to they've him. They've turned him gay. They've ruined. They've ruined him. Yeah. Um, some stuff that kind of caught my eye this week. Speaking of young fucks, did you see the young eleven-year-old in the uh, matched-out grey tracksuit pants? The but definitely, definitely an Eshe in training. Uh, apprentice gets, Yeah he was an apprentice Eshe Gets arrested by the cops And then spits in a female cop's face And just instantly She just open palm slaps him Yeah I'm all for that I like that yeah. I'm all for that as well I'm all for cops being able to beat us 100% Yeah so Don't take it too far Don't go fucking American about it But I mean like A good a good kicking Yeah Some of these young blokes need a good kicking Yeah, yeah. Dude they, you can't tell me You haven't been out on the night on the piss And you haven't deserved a fucking solid armbar From a cop every oh, night You ever seen a fucking smush in the pavement on when someone's getting arrested and you just think, oh, honestly, you probably deserved it. Like yeah. you say, you don't want to see anyone get George Floyded, but like you definitely, some blokes need a good whooping. Like for yeah, sure. when you see a dude who's only, who's got like the first three buttons of his button up shirt undone and he's like face down in the, in the fucking Bash dirt, the fuck like, out of him. Yeah. All right, no, he probably deserved it. Yeah. And, and you're like, he definitely was resisting. Like fucking smoosh that face in the pavement. A fuck little bit he's wearing skinny jeans and I can tell he's not wearing any socks. Fucking <laughs> fuck this dude <laughs> Put up. Put your knee on this cunt's neck. <laughs> Actually, George Floyd, this guy. Yeah, get him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if like the public has spoken, George Floyd the fuck out of the cunt, man. Yeah, um, yeah. It just it just made me think, mate. It's just like fucking. I I agree with Taylor. I think that maybe just maybe it should be a, a written into like a bill that gets passed that they can just slap Eshes. Yeah, yeah. Like, th- yeah, definitely. All the little annoying cunts walking around carrying knives and shit. Did you see that cunt get stabbed in the neck like a the, few a little years? while ago? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. In the shopping fuck, center, dude. Yeah, yeah. My friend just sent me that video with. No context, just just puts this thing in a group chat and then you just oh, yeah. open it up and you're like, what in the fuck am I watching, dude? Yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah. 
Bro, I remember I, I was having damn. a good day when I watched that. And yeah. I saw it and I was like, damn, dude. We've got one mate. There's always like the one guy that sends those videos in. And like, oh. I just don't open. Like, it'll be, yeah. you know, it's circulating. And then it comes in from this guy. And I'm just like, okay, I know that's it. I, I steer clear of him because they make me sad. Yeah. And it's, and if you've been friends with him long enough, it's the same dude who sent you like one man, one jar. Of and course. Like Mr. Happy and the, shit. The trout video that's going around at the moment. Yeah. It's always yeah. the same fucking guy. Yeah, yeah. We spoke about Trout Lady last week. We what did. an absolute disgrace of a woman. Yeah. That's, that's bad. One of the funniest things that I, saw about i think tom armstrong was like she basically just did another version of rex hunt so she got it gave it a kiss on the lips if you're into your fishing then yeah, play what on a, what a fucking funny i cunt. would be pissed off if you were like a normal tasmanian and then shit like that gets out and you just go fuck dude you're doing nothing for their rep our pr is fucked we already think they're all inbred weirdos anyway so already, like this, yeah. is, this is not helping this is just another notch in the belt of their <laughs> fucking of their degeneracy. it's like another Another one of those things where they go, we're not, and then you just go, but the, you did it. Yeah, but but, but remember X Y Z. Yeah, and the yeah. gravestone too. That's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, yeah, getting fucked on a gravestone, man. It's just like what? That's the most morbid shit. I think you can basically you can basically do. It's kind of hot. No, I'm just joking. It's fucked up. Dude, speak like Im- like imagine if the guy in his gravestone, it's like your mum who never believed in you. Yeah, and you're just fucking on her gravestone. Show her. Oh, dude. I'm not a loser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this, I'm getting pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this pussy I'm getting. You're yeah. like a 32 year old man. I'm getting pussy, yeah. mum. Look at He's this dead idiot. idiot. Look at this. <laughs> Look at this cold hard <laughs> dick I'm dishing out. <laughs> Fucking what up. are you dead? I'm getting fucking pussy. Yeah. <laughs> You're not getting any pussy. I think the only person's grave you'd want to fuck on would be uh, King Tutankhamen because I heard that he was mummified with a fully erect penis. That's an article that I read. And yeah, I was like, yeah, that's you, and you have to request that because that's not a normal no, thing to be doing. That's not, and apparently it was at a ninety degree angle, so it's just like he was just going into the afterworld, just fully barred up, and for sure he was a young king, and I think that's absolute king behavior. It's just like, what do you want to yeah. do when you die? It's just like S- mummify slip, me. Yeah, slip the embalmers an extra fifty and be like. I'd get him out, add a few inches. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just I, be generous. He's fifty, like because it's all just the shape anyway. So I'd maybe like maybe just get like some bandage and give a wrap a few extra. Maybe just a couple of rolls of bandage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sneak like a cucumber or something in there just to try fucking add a bit of length. Hundred percent. That is funny, dude. That's funny that people had a sense of humor. Or and it's funny that dicks were funny. Thousands, yeah, always. thousands of years ago. Yeah, always. always. It's a gift that keeps on giving. Back to the comedy show, mate. Like you, when when they ask what you're going to give them, it's just like some real B grade dick jokes. Like yeah, yeah. at the Canberra Comedy <laughs> Festival, that's all they can expect. Just tell them me. exactly what they're going to yeah, get. Yeah, like I'm going to talk about my dick and <laughs> and and tits. Yeah, and so for, you guys are good. You're a good 25, 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Rasputin? They have Rasputin's dick in a museum somewhere. You know, the Russian fucking... Oh, didn't he have a monster He's on got him? a fucking piece. Yeah, they put it in like a jar like jar with methylated spirits or yeah. something, didn't they? It's a hell of a jar too. That's... Because he, was he the guy, if I'm not mistaken, that was like... he His whole shtick was like, I can get you pregnant. Like, I can... Yeah. He's yeah. a Russian love machine. Yeah, that's what he was. And yeah. like, apparently when women were struggling... Sounds like an Austin Powers movie. Fuck yeah. <laughs> when women were struggling to get pregnant, like the husband would be like, all right, go see this old mate. <laughs> And then it just fucking give the absolute dick and down and he'd just carve a fucking tunnel just straight yeah. to the fucking uterus and then old mate could slip his swimmers in there and then she'd get pregnant. I'd just rather not have a kid. Yeah, you just go without. Because oh, you know that you'll never be able to fuck her as good as he's able to fuck her. Yeah. And then she just comes home and she's got someone else's seed. 
She's, yeah, yeah. She's, she's got my fucking ordinary piece. Like, yeah, she's oh. limping for a week, and then like the next time you try to get it in, she's like, "Just let me know when you're in," and it's just debilitating and heartbreaking. I know you're thinking about Rasputin again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so am I. Yeah. Have Fuck. you um have you considered jumping back up on stage since was that because yeah. I think I think I've seen you twice at the comedy club. Yeah, they're my first two times. Yeah. So yeah. the Melbourne Cup day, which was like really awesome because it was so busy. That was your was, first time. That was my first time. Oh yeah, cool. It was really scary. Um, it was awesome. So. Isaac Butterfield, uh, comedian, um, he's a good mate of mine. He'd been telling me for fucking years to do it. And uh, how long has the comedy club been open in Newcastle? About a year, just yeah. over a year now. Sick. What a great spot. Like, yeah. What a fucking awesome spot. Ripping um, room. Yeah, so sick. Uh, yeah, so the guys that run it are obviously legends as well. Um, but Butsy been hammering me for ages to get up and do it. And then we – so I do a podcast with him called Cancel Me Now. And for our 50th episode, we did a live one there. Yeah. Um, and he's like, you should do five minutes and then just start doing the open mics. I was like, yeah, I, I really would like to because obviously, like you guys, I'm a big comedy fan. And, um, yeah, never never done it before. Really scary. Um, like, I don't know, when was you, how long have you guys been doing stand-up for? Uh, 2018. Yeah. So, like, you probably remember your first time. Like, it was fucking yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so, like, wild. And, like, I fucking lied to myself the whole lead-up because I emceed my mate's weddings and, like, used to do the footy prezos. And I'm like, it'll just be the same as that. It'll be fine. And I was <laughs> getting into it. I was like, holy – I have I can't remember ever being as nervous. And then you get down from the stage, didn't like, just so much adrenaline. I like, didn't remember what I said. Mm-hmm. Just fucking crazy. Um, yeah. Really, really enjoyed it. But yeah, but yeah, want to want to get back up there, but just fucking so busy, man. Dude, like, I it's uh, crap. You just got to make time. I know. Yeah. I can sympathise for you because when I was working in a trade, so I first did it in 2015, and then worked in a trade from like 2016 to 2017, yeah. um, and then going into 2018. And after a day on the tools, you're fucking spent. You go home, you have one beer, and it's just like whatever plans I had are completely out the window. Yeah, because I'm just like I'm such a. I love my early starts. For work and stuff. So, and I mean, if you do, the open mic goes to like 9.30, 10 o'clock. Like, yeah. oh, mate, I'm normally snoozing by 8.30. So I've just yeah. got to kind of sock myself yeah. up to be like, just fucking either have an Arvo nap or whatever and just make myself go because it's such a good room. It's I think it's such a great like spot to like learn like learn your craft at those open mics. Absolutely. I want, that, I want to do it. But I've just been a fucking lazy cunt as we well. Had some, we had two newcomers last week at the open mic mm-hmm. and um, one of the guys, Mitch, um, Mitch Easton, he's a... He was like, he was just hype. Yeah. He's like, fuck any, any, like any words of advice. And I was like, mate, this sounds so stupid, but just like have as much fun as you can. Cause like you get one first time yeah, yeah. and like the crowd, like we had two newbies starting, they all bought like three or four friends Nice. and I was emceeing. And then like from the opening get go, I was just like, oh, these guys are just fucking hot and we're on like nice hot crowd. It, it was nice. just like i just pretty much just told the rules and was like give yourselves a round of applause and then as soon as i said that it was like a pop for themselves i was awesome. like fucking sick and then did like maybe one bit and then was just like all right let's just i, let's got, go. the, I got the light and i was like let's just get people up here but everyone that just came up just it just kept crushing and then nice there was no audience fatigue towards the end of the night like it was just such a fucking fun night had a few friends that came out one of them has been in a bit of a tough spot and then like afterwards, he just hugged me. He's like, "Mate, like, I is like, it's so good to cry happy tears." Oh. And he's just like, "This is the best." And he's like, "I want to do stand up." Oh, I, I just like, got goosebumps. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking so nice. I was like, "Fucking do it, cunt!" Like, yeah, dude. And that's such a huge part of like wanting to do stand up as well. Yeah, is that like we all do? We all do this for a reason, is because we like making other people have a yeah. fucking good time. But you don't realize it until you hear something like that. I think. I think you just kind of do yeah. it instinctively. Like yeah. you like making people feel at ease, or you like making them laugh, or yeah. whatever. 
but you don't consciously go, oh, I like this. You just do it because you like the reaction you get. And then you go, oh, fucking hang on. I can do this, whatever. I can go to open mics and do this for a lot of people or, or whatever. It's, yeah, uh, it's yeah. fucking awesome. And I guess like it's a pretty important because like a lot of the time you've got no idea what the people are feeling in the crowd as well. Yeah. And then when someone like, if, like he's a fucking, he's a good mate, like just comes up and tells me that. I was like, fuck dude, like that yeah. makes me, that makes me feel way better than like not only just having a good open mic and performing well. But it's like, fuck, the impact that it's had on this guy for a Tuesday. Yeah. Where he's like, I didn't want to come out. Like, I've been going through some shit. And he's just like, all I know that I needed was just a fucking solid laugh. And he's just like, I just got... He got the in, the endorphins as much as the performance did. I and that makes it makes you feel a little bit better where you can go, this isn't just for me. Fully. Yeah. Like, you feel a bit less selfish when someone comes up and is like, you guys were great. I had a good time. Rah, rah, rah. Yeah. Because people, like, have shit jobs and they have shit home lives or it's stressful and they just want to go out. And for, at, for that hour and a half that the show was going – People forget that they're that it's shit on the outside. It's so true, and like like you say, like you don't think of it. Uh, that's not my first thought when I think of doing comedy or, or even like with the daily bill, like writing things. But I do get messages from people sometimes. and go, "Hey, mate, like that was really good. Like lockdown sucked. You made it a bit easier." I'm like, "Fuck, that's a bit deep." Like I was just fucking. I just wanted to bag out on a couple of local businesses I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I never thought of that, but it is like you say. It's so you just go like, "Fuck." It makes it way more rewarding. Yeah, that's like a hundred percent. Yeah. And yeah, like I love all the work that you're doing at the Daily Blue because I think there's just so much stuff that like I see that just relate, like that relates. Like, Thank you. like I said, working at a job site and yeah. that, that cubicle in the summertime, oh it, boy. It, it is one of the worst things that you can, that you can walk into. Yeah. It's just like in the depths of despair when you need to take a shit in a, in, on a site portal. On a job site portal. And there's these ones, these fucking, this builder we've been using or like doing work for recently, there's ones that have got the flap. Like, you know, the ones that have got, like, for anyone oh, that's, yeah. that hasn't yes. heard, we were talking about job site toilets, but there's ones that have got the flap where if you get enough piss on it, the poo will go down. There's these other ones, and they're obviously a cheaper portaloo. It's just a pit. So, like, the toilet seat comes up, and it's just a fucking pit yeah. of waste. And I'm like, this is, like, third world stuff. Oh, dude. And it's, like, 40 fucking degrees. You're out in fucking Cameron Park. You're like... Jesus Christ, what am I doing? It's the, it's the worst, man. Like, I've been in some situations where I've had to get up early and travel for work and you wake up, you have a coffee and you're on the highway and then it's just like that mm. coffee kicks it's in. It's poo time. And it's like, yeah, it's it's fucking time indeed. And you, uh, you find a toilet and it's just one of those 18th century drop holes and you're like, what the fuck... What even is this thing? Like, why yeah. do we still have this? One that's been neglected in the cancel rotation for quite a while. Yeah, you're like, this thing hasn't been serviced for months. For fucking like, ages. And, and it's the middle of winter and this seat is fucking freezing. Yeah, there's like a, just a stainless steel seat, no lid, nothing. And it's just like you practically fall into these things. Another thing that is almost worse, and it's happened to me fucking three times in the last two weeks, is when the fucking sucker truck comes. There's like a truck. Imagine this for a job, boys. I was just thinking There's this. a truck. So when they service these things, they don't wait till after hours. They just do it through the day. There's a big truck with a tank on the back of it and a giant hose and a dude whose job it is to come and put the hose in the toilet and suck all the poo out Ugh. and then fucking give it a hose down and put a couple of <laughs> fucking... And that, but the worst thing is you're on site when that happens. So all the fucking, Everything's everyone's like poo shit. just goes everywhere. Oh, Damn, no. dude. So we'll be like, the boys will, we've been in the job like five minutes and the poo truck comes up. I'm like, boys, fuck it. Let's get the fuck out yeah. of here. Like, Jesus, it's crazy. Dude. Some people would say his job sucks shit. Yeah. Uh, no. All right, guys, 18th of March, <laughs> Camper Comedy Festival. 
Opposite of adults, Taylor Croft in Sam's like, get your tickets now, let's go. <laughs> who's, who's opening for you there, mate? Oh, Bradley Bishop oh, is opening. Let's, let's boys go. Boys on tour. Dude. Fucking make sure you give Mooseheads a visit. The fucking notorious oh, dude, that, that place is fucking in my past, dude. I'm, I regress to my fucking past self if I'm near that building. Regress. There I want re- you to regress. I regress, dude. <laughs> there, was a, uh, there was a DJ that went to my school who's a few years older than me, DJ Rawson. If you're listening, mate, shout out to you. But he was a... Um, he was the DJ there for ages. Fuck and, yeah. Um, I felt so sorry for him because he could he could legitimately DJ, but they were like, nah, mate, all we want is top 40 classics. Yeah, yeah we, want we just want the Mooseheads playlist, yeah. which is the song Apple Bottom play. Jeans, yeah. anything by Chris Brown. Yeah. Mr. Brightside. A bit of Acorn Horses. T.I. T.I., yeah. Dude, fucking what an establishment. I, I'll never forget one time walking in there and uh, did you go upstairs, Moose, or downstairs, Fuck, Moose? I've only got one Moosehead story. I'll let you go and then I've only, but I, I can remember only being downstairs. Yeah, yeah, so there's an upstairs nightclub that has probably about 22 steps and this 18-year-old chick just drunk as fuck, looking like a freshly born giraffe in her high heels, has taken one step down and then just fucking eaten shit and just went all the way down the stairs and just like splayed out like in front of us. You just see up a dream. And you're like, oh, shorty, Jesus. go home. <laughs> Damn. It was so fucking funny, man. We, um, ye- this is going back 10 or 11 years. Uh, was we got a we heard a whisper that Tuesday night was the cheap drink night? Yeah, this is in, oh, so we lived in Newcastle. Thursday, I think it is. must have been a Thursday, yeah, yeah Thursday. Trash when- Thursdays. Wednesday was always a student night in Newcastle, so this was fuck, I must have just been out of high school, maybe 18. And someone said they do two dollar. Vodka and mixes. Yeah. So the dude I lived with at the time and two of our mates were like, we've got to go and check this out. Yeah. So we jumped in the car on a Thursday Arvo after work and drove to Canberra from Newcastle Jesus. for a student that's night. So Damn, epic. That's not worth it at Let's all. Let's spend well, 250 no. bucks on petrol <laughs> to get $2 yeah, drinks. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, we didn't fucking factor any of that in food. We slept in the cars in the car park just outside of Moosehead. Perfect. And fucking then L, woke up in the morning and went, oh, let's go home. And woke up, drove home. Was that's, like, yeah, that's the only time I've been to Moose. Things that can go wrong. Yeah. yeah. Things that can go wrong. I'll tell you what was like, it's just like made my butthole tighten and like my stomach churn a little bit. They had the um, the Smirnoff Black Ices. Nice. And you'd take a sip and then they'd hit it with like a bit of a raspberry. raspberry. Mm. And fuck, getting, you just double park with those, mm. like 1.9 standard drinks at 18. Like it's just no wonder people are just getting fingered left, right. Fuck yeah. Heads. Oh, dude. I, I've seen chicks like getting fucked in downstairs moose heads. Respect. And one of my memories, it's so very, very fucking vague is me standing on the pool table waving my shirt in the air to Mr. Brightside and everyone just fucking everyone cramped in like sardines and then I got fucking kicked out. Outstanding. Yeah. But it's just like it's you know, you lived in the moment at that point and that's a great that's a great memory that you'll cherish. Absolutely dude. And I'll say on the fucking record, dude, Canberra nightlife punches above its weight. People nice. sleep on it. Dude, one of my friends stories of Mooseheads, his name's also Josh. I won't reveal his last name, but there was a, f- a photo that circulated so he he's a fucking jacked unit like male model tattoo sleeves like he goes for like the bad boy of the nice. male model thing hottie and yeah just an absolute <laughs> hot boy fuck yeah I go for the bad boy I am getting thing. fucking erect on there's this a, podcast there's a lot yeah, of nice. movement going on in my pants fuck as well yeah. so uh, so Josh is um, he's he's drunk <laughs> taking a shit on the toilet that like, is bad boy behaviour yeah yeah <laughs> taking what? a shit in a nightclub that's bad that's bad to whilst, the bone dude <laughs> whilst getting his dick sucked and this photo oh! so someone's just like re- reached over and just taken a photo of it and this photo's just like taken off like wildfire but because he's got very distinct tattoos we're like 
that's Josh. And it's just like That's crazy. Oh man. That's like, incredible. There's eh? a word for that. Is it a blumpkin? Blumpkin, yeah. yeah. And I was just like, oh my god, dude. I didn't think that was real. I didn't, I thought that were fake. Like I thought it was just porn it's shit. Just something yeah. out of American Pie. Like it's not a thing. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's like some Lord of the Rings troll. It might have not been a thing that was made into a thing. Yeah, like like life imitating art kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, hundred. Oh man. And it's just like you know. That's props, insane. Props, props to the young lady for sucking a dick, but could nothing be worse than sucking a dick, having it hit your gag reflex when all you can smell is a dude's shit? Like that can't be enjoyable for anyone. No. Oh man, no like, one's enjoying. That's so I don't know, especially not dude. And that photo got around, dude, and she has parents. Yeah, she has a family. Not a good dad, but she's got parents. Yeah, yeah. definitely not a good dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Girls who had a good dad aren't doing it. Yeah, and this is like <laughs> no one's ever given a bumpkin who had a good father. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, there is no chance. way, not a chance. <laughs> you were not fucking hanging out with your dad and then giving bumpkins yeah. like ten years later. Yeah, exactly. And she could hang out with her dad and talk to him all the time. That doesn't mean that he's a good person. No. Yeah, that's insane. That's definite. Uh, you can have a good father, dad, father. Daughter relationship with a bad dad. There's definitely some. Um, there's some absence absentees there. The crazy place. thing is probably not the first Blumpkin that the Moosehead toilets has seen either. No, no, no probably no. multiple like Blumpkins. Yeah, hell no, dude. You but never get caught on the first try. No was, way. And this was back before. Like this is as camera phones were just starting to become nice like little Motorola razor over the yeah, top. Yeah, over the top. What do you think the chances are of that being his first Blumpkin? Slim, slim. If you're hitting it in a public toilet, yeah, and and the snap, yeah, nah, it's nah. like you say, you don't get caught in. A, he's done that more than once Definitely. for sure. So I might have to reach out and ask him. But very impressive that he could get a hard dick in a public toilet, yeah. in the middle yeah. of a nightclub whilst taking a shit. This like, guy's a stud. Bro, I've never been hard in a nightclub because I've only been on MDMA. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like you got to go to the toilet and find your dick. You got to relocate where it is. It's, it's hiding. It's got it's an doctor innie. dick. Yeah, I have one of those. I have a mate that's like, he's like, yeah, I get so horny when I'm on MD. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> like he would always be like, we'd be on like benders, and then a girl would just rock up. He's like, yeah, I'm out, boys. He's like, what do you do? Like we're all destroyed. And like I can't, they couldn't think nothing's further from my mind than women when no, I'm fucked dude, up. No, dude, this isn't what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to talk about how sick under 15's footy was, yeah. and how much we love each other, and yeah. how political it was, and that's why I didn't play NRL. Like, yeah, bro, I didn't get fuck. I didn't get selected for rep because of politics, bro. It's always politics. Did my knee? It's fucking. I could have fucking been a 300 gamer. Easy. Yeah. yeah, one of my mates. Um, <laughs> if I was one inch taller, bro, I would have been drafted. No easy. Doubt in my mind. Easy. She was the same on MDMA. She just turned into full on hornbag, and Blumpkin. I remember yeah, oh, <laughs> just not, giving out bumpkins. Not to not to the Blumpkin effect. But like she would like at Stereo Sonic and stuff would just like grab her boyfriend and just take him in the bathroom and she's like you just gotta fuck me in here. That's crazy. And like we would all look around and we're like where's so and so and her boyfriend and then we're like oh we know and then like fifty minutes later because your dick on MDMA yeah because like, if I have tr- attempted to fuck yeah. on MDMA dude and it's like two and a half three hours never come yeah like, I can on coke. Like, but not MD. Like, yeah, he yeah. he was he was saying like he'd just come up to us defeated, and he's just like, mate, he's just like that. It's the last thing that I want to do: be trapped in a portal, <sighs> trying to fuck my missus when it just smells horrific like shit. Like, it's just the mm. worst time. It's like it's just not good for morale. And it's whatsoever. sensory overload when you're oh. on caps too. So you just like every little thing you're taking notice like, of. Like, you know how sweaty you get on MD. Imagine oh. being trapped in a portal, dude, and just like fucking like, is there foreplay involved? Are you doing a blunt? Blumpkin to her, like you're doing the reverse Blumpkin. Too much. That puss. 
Too much. You just have to unenthusiastically finger while looking at your phone. Yeah. Yeah. Just the fake. Like, the fake chair. Was it? Like when yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, a classic move. But I don't know why anyone. It's a veteran would, move. I don't know why anyone. <laughs> I don't know why anyone was passed fake down chair. from generation to generation. Yeah. yeah. My daddy taught me how to fake chair. Yeah. <laughs> My daddy taught him. <laughs> um. Fucking oath, boys. Speaking. Uh, you mentioned a bit of. You, you mentioned a bit of bags there before. There was $300 million worth of cocaine that was uh, found by police. <laughs> so we can only estimate that it was probably $500 million worth of cocaine that 100%. was floating in the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. And uh, they uh, they retrieved it. They reckon there was enough cocaine there to uh, supply New Zealand for 30 years or Australia about three weeks, I reckon. Yeah. That's a lot. Fuck, yeah. Dude, it's a lot. so much bags. Yeah, like, dude. To supply was, Australia for three weeks, that's a fucking lot of cocaine. There was a yacht that came into Lake Macquarie two years ago, and it had, like, the similar amount of cocaine on it. And a dude that was driving it was, like, 75 years old. Yeah. They've been tracking it from fucking Bolivia or something. Like, it was insane. Did you see the one at Kuragang, like, a few <laughs> yeah, yeah, last the, year? Was that the dead dude? Yeah, so, like... <laughs> the yeah. guy that went to retrieve it? Yeah, so the guy that went to retrieve it, like... For, <laughs> yeah, that guy, For dude. whatever reasons, like, I need military-grade, like, scuba gear where it doesn't blow bubbles. That yeah. I've never used before. Yeah. yeah, and he's just, like... So he's dove down and he's just retrieving some of the coke. They found about 50 kilos just washed up. Yeah. And this I was just up. behind him, and then the cops turned up. I was like, "I gotta get out! <laughs> <laughs> no. I gotta go, boys! I got a podcast to record." Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then there's this fuck man. The amount of like, because as you drive over Kuragang Bridge, you could see like, oh, not, I don't know if it's called Kuragang Bridge, the bridge into Stockton. I should know. Uh, Stockton Bridge. The perhaps. Stockton Bridge is called. And uh, you just see all of like the old Ford XF Falcons and like fucking shitty Commodores down there, and you can just tell that some junkies are like. There's still some coke around. There's got to be chalk around. We got to go yeah. and see what we can find and see if we can. Uh, yeah, get there's our, not get a our chance they got it all. There's oh. no way. No. Yeah, the ones that like wash up on the beach and shit like that, and then get like handed in. I reckon there's always at least one or two other things that have also been found that people are just like. What? I stopped to have a look on the way over here. Like it's fucking. There's no <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, we, <laughs> me and uh, me and some mates, uh, we uh, we go out there every weekend just and go for, go for a little bit of scuba diving to see what we can just find. Drop the crab pots in and drag them along and see what see we what can, can dig up. Fuck. Yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of blow. Dude, fucking. Sorry, man. That's fucking. It's it's outrageous. Like to even to even think of like three hundred million dollars. I don't know how many f- kilos that is, but too many kilos. Yeah, when they give it all that, it's normally like street value, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So what's they, three? They, well, it's three hundred. So we can work out how many bags that is. Yeah, that's a what's lot a bag? Three hundred. Three hundred. So yeah. how many? How many three hundreds in three million? Is it? Th- well, I don't know. Let's find out. Thirty thousand bags. There's, I don't know. There's a lot of bags. Or three hundred thousand bags? No, hundred thousand bags. Yeah. Well, I think it's a hundred thousand bags. That's definitely three different answers. I think it's a hundred thousand bags. Is my guess. Three hundred million was it? Yeah, yeah. divided by three hundred dollars. Is that, the, is that the maths on this one? Yeah. One million. It's a million bags. It's sure. a million bags. Damn, dude. that's what you fucking dream of, a eh? A million fucking bags. How did we not work that out as well? Just such basic math. I mean. It's like fucking, well. I'm blaming the guaylo. Yeah. 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 Blame yeah. the guaylo. <laughs> fucking tasty beverage, that's for sure. A million bags is like, you know, you got a bucks weekend. And you're like, yeah, we had a fucking million bags. I was like, no, you didn't. No. <laughs> yeah. You fucking think you did. There was a million bags floating in the I Pacific don't know if Ocean. my brain can even conceptualize what a million bags looks like. I'd love to see it. Yeah. Another thing I always think of is like, you know, like when you buy, hypothetically, if you were to buy a gram of Coke. Allegedly. And you see, yeah. you Allegedly. Know, you kind of know what a bag, a gram of 
cocaine looks like. Yeah. And when then you have a can of soft drink and people tell you like, there's fucking 40 grams of sugar in this. I always picture like 40 packs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I always, I always can like, oh yeah, I know what that would look like physically. Yeah. <laughs> like I, it always happens to I me. can do the old eye estimate of how many yeah. grams of sugar. I'm like, actually, damn, that's a lot. <laughs> Back to the street value. The funniest is when they like, they find like a little, uh, like a weed plant. This is like an estimated value of $200,000 has been seized. Yeah. And it's just like, that's a juvenile weed plant, bro. It hasn't even budded yet. And yeah. the cops are just holding it like super proud. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a one warehouse that's got, they've got maybe like 40 to 50 pots of like juvenile fucking weed. And they there. must like, knock off so look much. what we've saved. And it's just like, can't. They yeah. must knock off so much like stuff oh, that yeah. they like contribute. Oh, absolutely, like. man. Because it's just like you got to think that like for the undercovers, like they've got to do, so- they've got to get it from somewhere. So it's like they're clearly getting it from. Yeah. How do you deal with the stress of that job too? Like you need narcotics. Like you have to blow off steam somehow. Surely. Yeah, definitely, dude. Especially if you're like go undercover to join like a biker gang or something. Like you're tracking down. Make you do ice to fucking prove that you're fucking good, nice with it. Or you're like tracking down pedos all day. Like fuck this shit. I need a drink and like some chalk. Like yeah, 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 no way. Just walk into evidence and be like, ooh. (laughs) 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 This can't have a chance to get out on the streets. I'm going to fucking take this myself. This one's taken for the team. I have a mate who was uh, ex-bikey and um, we recorded a pod a while ago, but we had some technical issues with it. So it never, it never was aired, but he was telling me like he was doing, I think like a gun run or something. (laughs) And he's just like, I had an undercover cop in the car with me, like going to meet more undercover cops Oh no! And he was just like just driving, and he's just like, I knew I was stung, and like the whole time he's just like, you're a fucking cop, I can tell it. And the bloke's like, I'm not a cop, mate, I'm telling you. <laughs> and he's like, you're a fucking. He's like, you smell. He's like, I can smell a cop, and he's like, you're a cop, and he's like, I'm a fucking idiot for getting myself in this situation, but we'll deal with it. And then rocks up, does the trade, and then as soon as the trade's done, bang. Like three fucking undercover cops has come out of nowhere. He's like, "Told you you're a cop, cunt." He's like, "Yeah, it doesn't really mean anything. Told you so." I was like, "Yeah, well, you're arrested yeah. now." So. He's yeah. just got a fake moustache that he's fucking. <laughs> then he just fucking peels peels off. That's one of the best South Park episodes. He's like, "Freeze!" Yeah. <laughs> he gets the guy to suck his dick. Great stuff. Oh, just man. rips open his shirt. Yeah. It's just the blue cop yeah. uniform underneath it. <laughs> Get on the fucking ground. Freeze. One of my mates said, "You me, were right, and you still kept going, yeah. you idiot." What am I? You're ma- an idiot. One of my mates. Said, sent me a clip from Family Guy the other day and it was uh, when um, I think it was, I, I don't know who the character was, but he was paying for, he was paying a prostitute and the doors had just kicked in and like all the cops pulled guns at him and it's just like, you're about to solicit a prostitute and he's like, that's illegal. And then he like turns and he's like, no, we've got a camera here. And he's just like, technically we're filming a porno and she's getting paid. She's an actress. And then they're like, oh, she's an actress. All right. No worries. Just turn around and just walk out. It's, like, it's a great loophole. Oh, mate. It's fucking, it's one of the best. Um, <laughs> do you need another beverage by any chance? Or are you? Uh, I mean, this, these definitely aren't a five and drive beer, are they? But nah. we've got a little while. Yeah. Got I, a little while? Yeah. I'll have another one. All right. Sweet. We'll, uh, we'll have a quick break and we'll be right back. Beautiful. All right. We're back, lads. We're back. A couple of extra refreshments for the boys. <sighs> What do you think of the uh, the filter hazies? I think they're pretty good. Just having a sniff now. I've become no, I haven't become a beer snob. I went to uh, you know, there's Modus Brewery that opened in Merriweather a little while ago, yeah. and uh, did like the tour, did like the brewery tour. 
they taught us how to like smell a beer. And so my girlfriend thinks I'm a huge wanker now. If I have a nice beer, I like to smell it. Yeah. That's I, the one that's near the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. I live like, uh, I could throw a tennis ball at that brewery. Have you house. been? I haven't been there yet. It's very, if you're into beer, I'm not even into beer, but it's fucking sick. It's expensive as fuck, but it's awesome. But like, it's sick. Yeah. If you want oh, yeah. like a not, some nice food and a few nice beers, it's fucking, it's cool. I love going to breweries. Mm. You uh, do. I thought of a, um, a YouTube channel that I want to start where it's Ooh. just like a, a little bit of a special where you're, you know the hot wings, like where the guy, yeah. yeah, but just have like uh, a beer tasting paddle. Yeah, so you just sit there and just talk shit with like someone well known, and that's a really good idea. And just have Great have idea. beers there and just kind of film it and talk it, and then just whenever you're in a certain area of of Australia or whatever, pop in and it's a good idea. Give them some local love. So don't steal my fucking idea, dude. So it seems I've just put you see me in and Butterfield do it in a few months. Yeah, and, you know. I'm like, These motherfuckers. <laughs> and they didn't even invite me on. <laughs> Fuck just, those guys. I just fucking came, news thing sucks. I just came up with it. It yeah. just came to me. Yeah, it just came to me. I had a, I had a bit. I had an evolution of a bit that came to me in the uh, in uh, in a dream the other day, which was quite weird. Nice. So just I've written it down. So I'm excited to try that out. That's the universe. Day. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bit that I do at the moment about eating pussy, mm. and uh, it's like a little bit of a extension on that bit with a callback to another bit. Nice. So. Look, if that works, that'll be the first time ever. Because generally, like, I just get ideas that I think are funny and then I look at my notes and it's like, why did I think dogs on MDMA would be funny? Yeah, I have a few notes in my phone yeah. at the moment that I can read them to you, actually, because these are – these. I want to say the exact same thing because it's like when you read them back. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Like, I have some where I look into my phone, I'm like, this is schizophrenia. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I have genuine mental this health This is issues, a mental illness, actually. Sure. Um, yeah, if someone saw the notes in my phone section, they would just think that I am – the weirdest cunt going around. Yeah, here we go. Ma- Master, have you seen that movie, The Luckiest Girl Alive? Did you ever watch that? No, no. I haven't seen it. There's a really bad rape scene in it, and it just says masturbating to the rape scene in Luckiest Girl Alive. <laughs> um, I don't know what I was thinking there. And then another one says women's bodies in the NRLW. I'm attracted to them, but because of the masculine features. Again, I don't know if any of this is... <laughs> just go just, on. I'm just journaling. Go on. <laughs> Let's workshop it, dude. Yeah. I think I saw a clip of... Uh, Who's the captain? Millie Boyle yeah. at a gym that like one of my mates owns. She was working out there, and I was like, "Damn, she's hot, but she has like a nice dude's body." Yeah, like, she had like a really slender. I was like, "But that's still like they turned me on." But I was like, "It's not. That's a dude's body. That's like yeah. a nice guy's body." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. So this is still hot. <laughs> if you saw a dude like that, you'd be like, "Damn, dude, that guy's fucking jacked. Yeah, I want to look like that guy." But then this girl had it, and I was like, "I'm still. That's making me horny. Like, what's going yeah, on?" Yeah. <laughs> she'll uh, she'll still. It's not d- gay if it has a pussy. I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. I felt pretty gay. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, certainly not gay if it's got a pussy, dude. That's uh, that's, that's the rule. That's, that's the golden rule. It is. It is the golden rule. Um, just to fucking really segue off our off our crazy shenanigans, another uh, country that's been doing some crazy shenanigans recently, China. 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 Uh, a Chinese spy balloon spotted over. Uh, <laughs> Allegedly, was it a nuclear base or it was? Fucking was it in Montana or it somewhere in Montana? Or in Montana, yeah. apparently, but apparently it had gone over already so much of the country. I think they're lying, dude. I don't think it was a spy thing at all. I think they're just trying to fucking say, look what we could do to defend you against China. It's a pretty unsophisticated means of spying. The old That's what I was thinking. I was like, everything's made in China, right? And it's just like, you couldn't make a better spying device than a fucking hot air balloon. And, yeah. just, and to think that now, like, we have Google Earth. Like it's all, it's all uh, done. Uh, just uh, available at a fucking civilian level. 
It's all done. It's all you could see. You can see every single inch of the fucking thing. What do you mean that balloon got all the way over there, and then also all the way over a quarter of the country before they spotted it in fucking while they were shooting the next season of Yellowstone? How'd yeah. you get a balloon that far? Helium goes away after a while. Doesn't surely it? it was just. I'm not a scientist. Surely it was made in America, like by some yeah by some spies. <laughs> American made. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've got mates in the defense force. It's like, like we've got drones that are like the size of your iPhone that can hover in the room without you hearing them. Like, surely there's something better than a fucking yeah hot air balloon. Come on, guys, fucking sort it the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not. And the funniest was like Biden's like, yeah, we'll shoot it down. And the, another funny thing about that old kook is, um, did you see his house got raided by the FBI? They're like, we're looking for declassified files. <laughs> yeah. So on yeah. this date at this time, we're going to raid your house to look for declassified files. Why aren't they that generous with all of us? Like no. when it comes Tip to the raids, up. you know what I mean? It's just like, hey, drug lords, we are going to plan a raid of your house at nine thirty on the fifteenth. So just make sure that there's no narcotics on, no the, narcotics on the premises. On site. You got to treat them like a parent treats their teenage kid. Yeah. Like if I come home and this fucking room's not clean, yeah, you're fuck, you're in trouble. If I come here and there's fucking classified files around, you yeah. better fucking. And you like, watch it, young man. The funniest thing was that they're like, yeah, we found classified files in his car. It's like, that was planted. Obviously, that was planted. That guy doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Like, he's he's fucked. He's. I watched it. I just saw for the first time the video of, was, is it Nancy Pelosi? Yeah, with the, with the heavies. The, well, the husband. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. When he got attacked by a hammer. Yeah, but I only just saw, like, the body cam footage. So, like, the cops opened the door, and he's there with his pants around. His, no, he's got no pants on. Mm-hmm. And the, him and the dude, they're like... Friendly, yeah, and then the guy fucking clubs him with the hammer. That's bad. It was yeah. funny up until it was funny up until that point, and then he hit him with the hammer. I was like, Ooh. also like when the cops are there, they're just hanging out, and then so he just dog shots. Him he's with the trying hammer. to take the hammer off. They're standing there. He's got his pants down. Obviously, getting sucked off by this guy. Obviously, definitely getting sucked off. Allegedly, definitely. Yeah, and then. He's, they're like smiling And the police are like Hey is everything okay And they're like Yeah he's fine And Mr Pelosi Tries to sort of Get the hammer off the guy He's like this big Scruffy looking homeless dude And then He just rips the hammer off And clubs him with it It's very weird It's very fucking, fucking weird Yeah it's What nice. a fucking crazy thing To witness Yeah, yeah. If you're That's just nuts. trying to Protect and serve your community dude And then you just see But you see mostly Just shit like that You couldn't pay me enough To be a cop Nah fuck nah, that. It's a tough And that's in man. this country Imagine doing it in America Yeah Yeah not a chance Like back to what you're saying You understand why they need To have a fucking You know Dude go, if there's There's no the excuse chalk. for There's no excuse for police To not be using drugs and alcohol Like you need If anyone needs drugs and alcohol It's the fucking it's the boys cops. in blue yeah. yeah Fuck yeah We should just have a cop bender day Where the cops all get the day off And they just get to go on a bender And just act like civilians That's purge day yeah. yeah We just time it with purge day So all the coppers Are having a blowout And we're just killing each other Yeah That'd be nice Just eradicate a few of the scum That are going around Breaking into fucking Locked toolboxes On the back of A few eshays Yeah A few eshays Throw them in front of the fucking Ash- train Eshays just get hunted I'm assuming the cops Kill a few themselves There's like a party You know like you do Like a piñata and stuff When you have a party The cops like kill a few people Yeah <laughs> Yeah yeah they do Hunt, hunt an eshay Sometimes you just gotta let loose Fucking yeah, Hell off some got, steam 100% dude. 100% People being passive aggressive to you When you pull them over For clearly breaking the law Surely you're allowed to yeah, like, fuck, did, you, did you see that stupid bitch that was just like, this is not your jurisdiction the other day? Like, she, Oh, yeah, and then she got her fucking got her window w- ripped out? Yeah, the cop's just like, mate, like, it's my jurisdiction. Like, I know exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> like, you've broken the law. And she's like, no, you can't do it. No, you can't. It's Ta- not your jurisdiction. Take it back to before camera phones when they used to just take you back to the station, 
cuff you to a radiator and flog you, and then like you don't yeah. do it again. Well, we were talking. You won't do it again. We were talking about moose heads <laughs> earlier, and I don't know if you ever graced the uh, fine establishment that was called Academy. Um, but basically, back in the day in Academy, there was an elevator that would go up mm-hmm. from the bottom floor to the top floor. And basically, if you were being an absolute shit cunt downstairs, what the security <laughs> guards do is like, come on, mate, time to get in the elevator. And then by the time it got to the top floor, you had 20 seconds just to beat the fuck out of this shit cunt. And shit cunts got rolled on the regular in there. And it was just... They did. It was yeah. just like the guy walked in f- like fully functional and then just left with a broken nose, a broken orbital and a fucking yeah. bung knee. He fell. Yeah, it's like oh, he <laughs> fell in the elevator. Like we don't know what happened. 20 yeah, seconds is a long time to get beat up. A long time. It's a time. long time to get beat up, dude. 20 seconds is a long time when, like, a joke of yours doesn't work that way. <laughs> yeah. Imagine getting this shit kicked out of you. By three huge dudes. By that are three roids. huge dudes. In an elevator that has that employs the same security camera company as the fucking prison that Jeffrey Epstein yeah. is fucking yeah. <laughs> Same dudes. One, yeah. of the, one of the funniest yarns from um, back in the day. So I was friends with a few public school boys, and they were a rowdy bunch. And I used to play Oztag with them and stuff, and... One of them was like a junior, not golden gloves boxer, but he could hold his own. Golden gloves is like the term that get anyone that could fight around here is like, he's a golden gloves. He's a golden gloves. <laughs> he's a golden gloves. Yeah, dude, I knew golden gloves. I know, well, I know 50 golden gloves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. think golden I, gloves is the term. Dude, I, <laughs> and I know a hundred dudes who used to go to school with a dude who had golden, golden gloves. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's just one of those things like if you've boxed, if you completed a 12 week box fit class, you're like, you're, you're, a fucking, you're a golden glove boy, dude. Yeah, dude, if you did box fit at any time fitness, you have golden gloves. Yeah. Everyone's a golden gloves. <laughs> Everyone's a golden gloves. <laughs> this poor cunt got like dragged into the elevator and he was pissed and he was he was on some gear but I don't think he was like not fully functional and anyway like dragged into the elevator one got one guard's gone dog shot him and he's just slipped it and it just hit the other guard Ooh. and just knocked him out cold. Nice. So then it was a one-on-one scene in the elevator and he fucking put it on this guard. And then when the door <laughs> when the doors open, he's just sprinted out. There's two security guards just knocked out and he's like, fucking catch you, cunts Like later. a scene off John Wick. Dude, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was a local hero. We're just right. like, everyone's in, in a bathhouse full of fucking towels and shit and he's just sprinted and on. they're all dead. Yeah. We're like, we need to make a parade about this guy just knocking out two academy fucking security guards. I feel bad talking it. about it. There was a video that went around uh, a couple years ago now of a big Maori security guard getting beat up by like a small guy outside the Cambridge Hotel here in Newcastle. Yeah, but those are fun. Yeah, but like, well, the big Maori security guard was a really good mate of mine. (laughs) I also knew the little guy, but it went viral and he was like, got really sad because he was like, he was the man. He's a really lovely guy, but just one night this guy lipped him and he followed him around the corner and he got fucking belted and it was just funny because he's like seven foot tall and this kid was like really small and he could obviously golden gloves like yeah, 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 golden yeah. Golden obviously <laughs> he didn't know it was a golden gloves and uh, he <laughs> fucked him up like fucked him up too yeah and someone was man. filming it you i just s- don't know if someone's golden gloves yeah you, you got that's why you gotta be careful man golden yeah. gloves everywhere bro. there yeah, yeah. are golden gloves everywhere i remember i remember <laughs> they should have like a star on their arm or yeah, something we gotta call this episode golden gloves absolutely golden gloves and then fucking i can see the thumbnail already it's like the boys that are weighing like Worksite Portaloo. Um, yeah. One of the one of the wildest scenes that I saw. I remember being like eighteen, and it was a real eye opener for just why I shouldn't fight anyone or why I would never be good in a street fight. Pretty similar thing. So there's a pub called King O'Malley's in King uh, O's, dude. Let's King go. O's. So like that is a great establishment to go pre-drink, load up on some piss. Fuck mm-hmm. yeah. And then if you stick around, you can just fight some people. You can there. get in a stink. Yeah. <laughs> you and start there, and more often than not, you also end up there. I like yeah. it. Yeah. 
we saw me and my mate were walking towards Mooseheads one night and there's like this I want to say it's Garima Place but I'm I'm might be tripping on the on the name of where it is but we're walking towards Mooseheads two two guys probably about 75 kilos max and combined then, and, uh, yeah combined <laughs> Their golden glove weight was 75 kilos. <laughs> that was their official weight. That's what they weighed in at. <laughs> Some welterweight boys. And they're getting, like, followed by these two bigger units. And, like, the two big boys are just chirping, like, just trying to fight them. Little guys are like, leave it be. And then it got to the point where one of the little fellas is like, fuck it. He ran and then, like, Superman, like, punched from the gutter. So he just jumped off the gutter, punched <laughs> this dude, won the high ground. Knocked him the fuck out. And then, like, it just turned into two little dudes versus one dude. Flatline that cunt and then just walked away and we were just sitting there like what the fuck did we just witness like it was like some fucking matrix shit these two cunts are just crazy dude you should have known dude when small dudes aren't angry and chirpy leave leave them ones alone they got the gloves yeah you know they got the they got the gg even if they don't have them they have them in here yeah yeah. in the heart one of one of my favorite stories is when i was when i was probably like 20 years old some of my mates from sydney came up and they're friends with this guy called kiwi who is this this huge, like, 6'2", like, massive roughhouse bloke. Two of my mates have hopped out of the cab with Kiwi, and then me and my mate are walking towards him. So we know the two boys, but we don't know who Kiwi is at this mm. point. And these guys are in suits, so he's just start. I start heckling him about wearing suits. And Kiwi just gets on the defensive because he's like, these drunk cunts are starting on my mates. <laughs> and he walks up, he's like, what the fuck did you say, bro? What the fuck did you say? And I was just like, you heard what I said, cunt. And I was just like, and I can tell you're not from here, mate. And, I'm and like, I can tell you don't know that I've got the golden glove. Yeah. yeah. You better so watch I was, it, Kiwi. I was presenting big golden glove energy to this yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. BGGE. He was, And that makes up a lot of it too. The energy is a lot of yeah. it. Energy is everything. It's yeah. like 90% of it. I think. He was ready to like knock me the fuck out until like the boys are like, oh, B-Rad, what's going on? And then like we all kind of shook hands and he was like super angry and was like, what the fuck? A few years ago, I was, I was at a wedding with him and he's just like, bro, he's just like that day where I first met you and you were chirping up and I thought we were about to fight. <laughs> I got to let you know, I was prepared to fucking belt the shit yeah. out of you. And he goes, the only reason I didn't is I was so scared because you just were not intimidated at all. You had the, the BGGE? Yeah, I had the big GGE <laughs> and he just had no fucking clue. He's just like, if I try wail on this cunt and get my ass kicked, that's just going to be embarrassing for everyone in the situation. and. I'm glad it never got to that because if Kiwi wanted to fucking roll me, it, I'd you'd never have met me. I would have been dead. Like he's a fucking big boy, would have made it light work of me. It happened yeah. to me not long ago. As an adult, like I'm 31 this year, and it's not good when that happens to you as an adult. Like when you're like in your mid 20s and you like lip up and stuff, kind of understandable. I was I was boozing over Christmas, and uh, a good mate of mine's from Scone, like horse country just north of here, yeah. and uh, he had some mates visiting from Scone. And obviously after 20 schooners, I'm like, oh, you fucking country hicks. Ha, ha, ha. Like kept calling them hicks from the bush. And one of them took exception. He's like, mate, I'm going to fucking fuck you up. I was like, yo. Which isn't hick-like at all. No. To, to be like, not get it. To not <laughs> get it. Did you offend my oh, honor? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's because I'm joking. What? You don't get it, you dumb hick. <laughs> <laughs> and then my mate's like, we should go. He will fuck you up. I was like, true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That guy wrestles yeah. huge animals yeah. most of the time. He's got the glove. Like he yeah. definitely has the gloves. Like he'll fuck you up. <laughs> Speaking of some um, of some golden gloves, we've got uh, uh, Islam Makachev versus Volk. Yeah, tomorrow yeah. bunch of uh, bunch of Aussies fighting on the card. But just want to get your thoughts and predictions on uh, on that main one. I don't know if you, I know I, Taylor, I, you're a bit of a casual UFC yeah, fan. I just know that Islam 
to me is so fucking scary. Yeah. But the Volk, you know, it's the Volk. It's he's, the a, Volk. he's a short, angry Australian, low socioeconomic man. He's from the South Coast. He's from the South yeah. Coast. He's an Illawarra boy. He's yeah. an Illawarra boy. He's a Darrow. He's got yeah. Macedonian in him. He's yeah. a Darrow, he's a Darrow wog. He's like, from yeah. immigrant blood. <laughs> immigrant blood. <laughs> immigrant from blood. Fucking the South Coast. <laughs> immigrant blood. Immigrant blood from the South Coast. And I know it's scary to fight someone whose name is a religion. That is scary. Yeah. yeah. That's but what yeah, that's what scares me about the the Daggy, the Dagestanis. Dagestanis yeah. Like they're they're white Muslims. They don't drink. No. no. That's the big thing that like like McGregor's fallen off because he likes the party. Yeah. These yeah. cunts don't touch it. So the yeah. scary stuff that they do, the crazy stuff that they do, they're doing it sober. They do all they do is pray and wrestle. If someone gets fucked up and wrestles a bear as then they're like, oh, that's funny. Fucking John is actually a sick hunt. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if it's like Islam wrestled a bear and then she's like, and he fucking beat him. Yeah. And the scariest story is, is like all those guys from um, that same camp that like, AKA where Khabib and stuff, yeah. they're just like, oh, Islam's way better. Yeah. yeah. They're just like that. Like they go, go back and look at footage of, um, of Khabib trying to throw strikes and shit. He just looks like a complete Gumby. And they're like, Islam can actually strike and that cunt will just hold you down and beat. Yeah, that's what's so. scary. Yeah. But like, you got it. Like, you're obviously unpatriotic if you don't say Volkanovski. Yeah, yeah, we absolutely like. do. We want Volk <laughs> by points. Yeah, an Australian short man from the south coast whose name last name is Volkanovski. Who is the pound? Who for is pound? betting against it? And south he's for pound, pound for pound. Like he hasn't lost for ages. And he's ages. just he's just wiped his division. Yeah. So I mean, he's in with a shot. Everyone was like, Max Holloway is the consensus greatest featherweight of all time. He he's fucked like, him up three times. And he hold my beer, cunt. Oh fucking. And then there was like one where like you maybe could have given it to him. And then in the next round, he's the next fight. He's like, I'll split your fucking eyebrow open, cunt. Yeah. Go back and anyone watching this just, or listening to this, go back and look at the footage. They get a like a bud swipe, one of those fucking yeah. What are they called? Uh, Q-tip? Oh, Q-tip. They get a Q-tip and they put it in his Plug cut it. to stop the bleeding. The Q-tip disappears into the yeah. gash in his eyebrow. It's fucking horrific. And the funniest thing is when Volk hits him with the right hand, he goes, oh, that's bad. And he skips away from him. He's like, that's really bad. And you just see the gash just yeah. pop open, just wow. blood yeah, pissing into his eye. And then like afterwards, like Holloway's just like, I don't want that smoke with that guy. I can't fucking beat him anymore. Like, yeah. It's just fucking... Korean zombie, right. like that was tough to watch. Yeah, mm. that, like that was a hate crime, bro. He would, yeah. Stop Asian hate. Asian hate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell, that was mad. That Asian was right hate. around them. I'm surprised <laughs> there wasn't a floor. There wasn't Dude. a fucking. Uh, uh, got kids. There wasn't a George Floyd <laughs> level fucking riots because of that fucking Asian hate. Dude. He uh, and he was like building him, and he turning to the ref like, mate, yeah. please stop it. Dude. He's not gonna go down. He's, I can't keep doing this. He's talking to the he's talking to the commentators. He's like, I'm beating the fuck out of this guy, son. Like it was just fucking. Yeah. Absolutely outstanding. That was a hate crime. He literally tried to be like Homer in that episode where he just like lets boxers beat him up yeah. until they get so tired you can just push him over. Frederick Tatum. Yeah. yeah dude. I've got to hit him back. Yeah, dude. Can't believe it. His fucking coach was most is like. And uh, we've got uh, the Super Bowl coming up on Monday as well. Yeah, let's go. I haven't watched a game of NFL all year. Maybe I've been, I've been watching a few. Years. Uh, but there's the Aussies in both camps. So yeah. we've got. Uh, Jordi Mailata. Yeah. And Aaron Sipos used to play for St Kilda, yeah. the, team, the team that I go for in the fucking AFL. Nice. In, in the gay AFL, dude. <laughs> I've got two mates that are like a mad diehard Chiefs fan. One is from America, um, the other isn't. But And then I've got another uh, another mate who's a diehard Phillies fan. You're a Phillies fan as well, you say? Only purely, we were just talking before, Shane Gillis is from Philadelphia. He's like, yeah. he's my number one. Like, I would suck his dick if... If he, let, if if he gave you the honour of yeah. sucking his the dick. The best yeah. comedian, in my opinion, in the world at the moment. I met him. 
I've seen him, dude. Where yeah, did you meet him? Incredible. Did you see him at the Metro Theatre? Yep. So I was there on the Saturday show. And, uh, same. It's, it's, oh, well, we were at the same show. Uh, the late show, the second show. Oh, no, I was at the first. Uh, and it's one of the big regrets of my life because I was fucking paralytic. We went out for a long lunch before it and, uh, and drank. Don't remember the set. Remember Maddie McCusker's set. Don't remember Shane's set. And then Elite Two slept on McCusker. Funniest so podca- funny. Funniest podcaster in the world, in my opinion. He just did Rogan, and he was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, so funny. Fucking was, crushed it. I saw it come out, and I was because so, I listen like you'd be this, like listen to Matt and Shane's Same. every week. Yeah. And then I saw they were on Rogan. I was like, this is the crossover. He had notes. Mate, and he when was, McCuskey's got notes, dude, you know it's gonna be elite. He yeah. was amazing, so good. But I, but then after the show, they weren't kicking everyone out straight away. There's that bar downstairs at the Metro Theatre, and I must have said to my missus, "Let's just hang around because I got a feeling they're gonna come out." McCusky came out, and then Shane came out, and I've got all these photos with both of them. I don't oh. remember, it. I don't remember it. Which yeah, I'm like, fuck. fully for like two weeks after that, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm not drinking ever again. I was so cut. Because I'd met him, I must have been yarning to him for a bit. Obviously, would have made a complete cunt out of myself. Yeah. But like, yeah, fucking. So I was like fully like going to get off the pit. Obviously, didn't last. Nah, it didn't last. Like, yeah. yeah. There's nothing worse than when you're fucking paralytic and you meet someone famous and you make a cunt out of yourself. Dude, like, Shane Gillis, like yeah. the man. Not I, on the same I, level, but I did that with Mal Meninga one time. So <laughs> my mate, my mate. Uh, That's Nick, the same level. My mate Nick is a fucking is a mad cunt. His dad is a corporate sponsor for the Raiders. Nice. So you go there and you're getting like. The best food, yeah. and it's just like the minute your beer gets to like where my beer is now, with yeah. like a mouthful left, they've just got a fresh one for Fuck you. Yeah. They just bring it out. Corporates like, and once you do corporate, you can't go back. You can't. It's like once yeah. women go black, you can't go back. It's, it's the just, exact same. It's yeah. the exact same it's thing. A, once you experience that level of dick, you're like, I can't go back to these. It's that level players. of pleasure. Yeah, it's that level of pleasure. I've yeah. got corporates like, like air conditioning, padded, comfortable seats, full strength, free piss. Yeah, nice food, no dero. You're the only dero there. Yeah, non non obstructed view at all because you're just looking out the fucking window. There's no cunts sitting in front and of you. And you're elevated to a nice level where uh, you can just get everything. See the whole field. So Nick drove and he's like, mate, by all means, load up on the piss. So I didn't need a second invitation okay. to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so my arm. Right. I think they had four pines. So I was just smashing four pines, like just pretty much double part myself, just getting fucking rat-eyed. He's like, mate, go to town. And... um I've gone to the toilet. Another great thing about the corporate suites, you've got your own private bathroom. So, like, you can you walk out of the corporate box, you go to the toilet, you come out your suite. Anyway, after pr- I reckon maybe 12, 13 beers, I've come out and there's Mal Meninga. Big stink. And usually, if I see someone famous in, in real life, I don't bother them. But after 13 beers... Oh, you're bothering. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was a bothering. Yeah. And I was like, mate, you're a fucking mad cunt. Like, you're, fucking, <laughs> you're asking you're the them to come and have lunch cunt. with you tomorrow. Like, he's let's one, go for a beer. Yeah, let's go <laughs> yeah. for a beer. Can I get your number, dude? Like, let's let's be mates. And uh, honestly... <laughs> I'm the exact same. He was one Can of I give the, you some tips for fucking Queensland's next origin? Yeah. yeah he was one of my... Fa- like, he was one of my nan's, like, favourite um, athletes growing up. You obviously told him that. So, I, I told him. I was 100%. like, mate. I was like... Can I get a photo for me and man? <laughs> <laughs> Just to make him feel heaps old. Yeah. My nan used to fucking finger herself to Bro, the green yeah. machine do, in the late 90s. Do you, know what the, <laughs> do you know what the best thing was? He was there with some other bloke. I don't know who the cunt was. And I was like, bro, could you take the photo? It was probably Laurie Daly. Yeah, probably Laurie Daly. <laughs> <laughs> it was Dane Tills or Todd yeah, Carney or someone of those. Yes. like, fuck, this happens all the time. They always want a photo with Mal. <laughs> Ru- Ru- Ruben Wicky's like, come on, bro. I'm sitting oh, right here on the gun too. Fuck. So I've got this photo. I am 
the happiest cunt you've yeah. ever seen. Mal Meninga could not be more unamused to be in this photo with me. Just like, not even a smirk, man. Yeah. Just like complete deadpan like you, Kanye West. You pestered him. I pestered the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. And then like what you said, like afterwards I've like gone back in the booth, had fucking three more beers, got dropped home. I was like, what a fucking Raiders pumped the Tigers or yeah. some shit cunts. I was like, this is fucking epic. And then I go through my photos yeah. the next day and I'm like, oh man, I was definitely pestering. The great man. Oh, it's like I've got I've got to the stage like you know when you have those Ugh. you do those cringe things growing up and you do it and then oh. the morning after you'd be like fuck I'm such a dumb cunt and I've got to that age and done it enough times now where I don't care anymore. But yeah. the Shane Gillis thing and you're probably saying with the fucking Mal, I was fully like head noise in the next day. I was like you fucking retard, bro. Like, yeah. It's the fucking worst feeling. I did the Melbourne Comedy Festival a few years ago. And, like, you get the artist passed and you get to go to, like, the after party with nice. all of the fucking things and shit. Nice. All the comics. And you just get free piss. Yeah. And I would just get fucking blind, dude. And one, So you should. One day I woke up the morning, the next morning, with mad headache and then just the memory of me bailing up Damien Power <laughs> and telling him that I love tell, <laughs> telling him that Huge I love inspiration, him. inspiration, bro. Telling him that I fucking love him and to ask him if we can have breakfast tomorrow and he can give me some tips on my fucking notes. No, dude, we can so I was bad. gonna compare and it, honestly he was just like, yeah bro, of course, obviously. Obviously so polite. Probably seen me with fucking one eye open, fucking slurring my sentences and was just like, yeah sure. And then I woke up the next day. As soon as I opened my eyes I rolled over into my pillow yeah. and just went Try and suffocate yourself. Yeah. The the worst thing about those things too is like it's a missed opportunity. Yeah. As in like because you're not like you're probably not going to be in that position again. Like you're never going to meet Big Stink again. Yeah. Definitely. Shane Gillis. I'm never going to meet Shane Gillis again. (laughs) It's and you never. So not only did you make a cunt out of yourself, Mm -hmm. that's the last time you're ever going to interact with that person. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't probably memorable enough for them to even remember. Fuck no. But you remember it for fucking ever. It's ruined your fucking life. But I still think about it sometimes randomly and I go, fuck. That happened to me with a Sydney comic. I did a gig in uh, Coogee one time <laughs> and I was fresh into like just starting to get paid spots and nice. just getting into their mindset of thinking that you're way better than what I thought I was. 100%. And I was like, I've been ripping mics in Canberra. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to Sydney. I'm gonna do fucking well. Like these cunts are gonna love me. And Sydney's a little bit different. They love a bit of crowd interaction nice. and getting them on on board, which was a massive learning curve. And I'm glad that I learned it. But there was um there was a comedian there, and he was hosting. And I was like, oh hey man, like having a chat to him. I'm like, oh so can like what's the deal? Like when do I get to go up? And he's like. Oh mate, it's not an open mic, it's a curated show. And I was like, Oh true. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, I think I'm on the bill. And he's like, Oh, what's your name? <laughs> Told him my name. I had a bunch of Sydney friends there, but they weren't comedic crowds. So they just thought we can just yell out, talk during the set, <laughs> do whatever the fuck that we want. Says like my mates. <laughs> and mate, they were just like one chick in particular was interrupting the entire show and it was just a fucking nightmare. And then I had to go up, I did my set, I fucking ate some dicks. Yeah. Did did all right towards the end, but then I just remember like walking off and there's all these Sydney comics that I like. And I was like, oh, this is a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Anyway, I did a gig with him recently at the club <laughs> and I walked up. I was like, hey, like I'm Brad. Nice to meet you. He introduced himself. He's like, good to meet you, man. I was like, thank fuck this yeah. cunt doesn't yeah, know me. He doesn't fuck. remember. He doesn't that's remember. A, that's a nice relief. And then like he saw me do my set and then after I came off, gave me mad props. And I was like, oh, thank fuck. I was like. 
I'm just going to put this down in in my notes as the first time that I've actually never, never, ever remind him. No, I'll never (laughs) remind him, dude. Because sometimes you're not fucking that lucky, dude. Because I did pretty much the exact same thing to Dan Rath, like three or four fucking five years ago down in Melbourne. Same comedy festival, dude. I was young, alcoholic, dude. Right, (laughs) and he came and performed at the fucking Newcastle Comedy Club last year at the end of last year. And I was like, I just went up to introduce him, act like I'd never met him before. And I was like, Hey, man, how you doing, Ontario? And he goes, I've met you before. And I was like, Fuck! Do you remember that, yeah. dude? Yeah. You got it. You got to have like when they have, you have like two like g'days in your head. You're like g'day, nice to meet you. Or yeah. it's if they say they remember you, then you've got the other one. Also, sorry about that. Like yeah. fucking. And yeah. I look like an idiot because then I was acting like I hadn't met Dan Raff before. Yeah. And then yeah. he was just like, "I've met you before. We met here." And I was just like, "Yeah, fuck, I was fuck, there you really are, dude. You, you, you really gotta, are autistic." Then you're, being a, <laughs> then you're being an arrogant cunt by saying you don't remember. Like, I don't remember meeting you. He's like, no, I definitely no. remember. I was just. Being I do polite. remember. I was just hoping you didn't remember. <laughs> I was hoping he didn't remember me, me being some random nobody being like, bro, I fucking love you, stuff, bro. We should get a beer. So can we get a quick head-to-head prediction on the Super Bowl? Who we think is going to win? Philly. Yeah, the, the circle back of Philly. All right. Philly by seven. I'm going to say Chiefs just to be uh, the, the, the only that you're contrarian. Contrarian. Yeah, but the, 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 only, the only reason, I, same thing, never followed the Super Bowl, but I had last Monday week off and I watched the uh, Kansas game and Patty Mahomes' ankle's fucked. But he's had a couple of weeks off, so he might be all right. But Fingers yeah. crossed. And his brother's a fucking retard too. Have you seen that guy? Yeah. yeah. His brother's like TikTok and... Like his brother's all over TikTok. He's oh doing no. all these like crazy cringe TikToks. Oh no. He did one. Who did they play? There was a player. It wasn't the Bengals, but say it was the Bengals. And uh, one of the oh, someone had I died think in I a saw this. Someone had died in a home invasion, and they had like a big memorial on the side of the field with like the guy's jersey number and whatever. And they were doing like a, a tribute to him. And Patty Mahomes' brother's gone and like started doing the Dougie for a TikTok on this guy's memorial. Ugh. Not like because he's a fucking retard. He didn't know. Yeah. He did, like yeah. So I retract that, that Philly for the win. Also yeah. <laughs> also that's why Philly will win because Mahomes' brother's a fucking dickhead. Yeah. It's, All right. I was almost with you until you said that he just didn't know what he was doing. Because if you know what you're doing and then you do that, that's very, very, very funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucked up, but it's very yeah. fucking funny, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 to be like, it. I'm going to go and Dougie on this yeah. guy's fucking grave. Fuck, what's, next? <laughs> what's next? Fucking on the grave? Yeah. I mean, who, yeah. who would do such Who would thing? do that? My brother is a Super Bowl MVP quarterback, <laughs> yeah. but I can also fucking rip this yeah. Dougie dude. Watch yeah. me rip a Dougie from 2012. You know yeah. what I mean? Half the TikTokers wouldn't even know what a Dougie is. Yeah, what's this guy doing? All right, Hilarious. so once a week we do what we call the Sunday Roast, where we highlight a shit cunt that's mm. come into our into our... Into our world, I guess you could say, over the course of the week, and we bring it to light and we we roast them on that. So without any further fucking carry on. The Sunday roast. Uh, so I'll fucking I think I'll kick this one off. I've sure. got I've got two, and uh, the first one is a woman who faked being a nine eleven survivor who ended up being the president of a survivor's support group <laughs> on Facebook, eventually got outed for her story just having uh, inconsistencies. She said that she's like, guys, Google this after the podcast so you can get a look at her. She's a fat fucking disgrace, and that's coming from a fat disgrace himself. <laughs> she is this fat putrid cunt, and she's just like, yeah, I was on the 78th floor when it hit. I remember fire, uh, smoke. My my arm got burnt, but all I could think about was my unwavering love for my husband Dave, 
And the love and the image of us getting married and the picture of me in the white dress just forced me to get out of that tower whilst it was literally collapsing. Too many details. Yeah, I jumped out and surfed down on a desk from the 78th floor. Yeah, and everyone's just like, wow, that's pretty fucking hectic. Like 78 floors, like you must have been moving. And she's like, yeah. And she's like, I got this mad burn on my arms. They're like, oh, it recovered pretty well. And she's like, yeah. Just eczema. Yeah, like, yeah, it's literally, she's got- (laughs) I have psoriasis. Yeah, got psoriasis (laughs) on her left arm. Like, and she just fucking completely swindled all these cunts until people just eventually started going through her fucking story and just found all these inconsistencies. But I was like- what a fucking the level of like narcissism scumbag that you have to have to affiliate yourself with that because you've got literally nothing else going on. Yeah, in that's your life nuts. Is fucking wild. But Something then, that can so also easily be very fat checked. Yeah, and also like you could get away with that heaps easier too. Like you don't if you didn't you could just be like, Yeah, I was on this floor. Just say less. Yeah. Just say you were there. And you don't remember. It's like the open mic thing. There's so much adrenaline, like you don't remember. Just say it was a blur. Just like, fuck, yeah. the whole thing was a blur, but adrenaline. I was there and I'm happy I survived. And don't go into fucking details. All this footage has come out with her. She wasn't even there on the day. I think she was in Spain or something. And it's just Yeah, like, can't, you got to be in the same postcode. Yeah. If you're going to lie Spain. about it, don't be on the other side of the planet. That is genuine mental health issues yeah. to lie about being and once a 9-11. You, once you see the photo... That's being a fucking sociopath. That's yeah. crazy. Once yeah. you see the photo of her, you realise that she really does have nothing going on for her. So Yeah, um, maybe, maybe it was better off she was actually there. Yeah, so That'd I'll give nice. a quick honorary to her. And uh, the other one is the pro-life Spider-Man. So I don't know if you guys saw this guy, but there's one of these... There's too many people that are calling themselves Spider-Man now that just, like, free-climb these buildings. <laughs> but this cunt free-climbed this building to uh, talk a disabled woman out of an abortion. And it just got me thinking, like, of all the times for one of these free-climbers just to fall to their death... That's the one. W- that's yeah. the one. You know what I mean? Like, if yeah. you're climbing the world's tallest building for a, a YouTube video or something just to give us all sweaty palms while you're doing it, that's one thing. But to climb... Like I think I think it was like eighty floors up or something to talk to a mentally disabled person. Yeah, what kind of yeah. yeah, what kind of retard? I'm not too sure. <laughs> I I didn't like. I definitely it, just yeah. read <laughs> like, like physical or brain. You know what I mean? Because we're trying to like limit their them reproducing. Dude, all right. You here's, know what's, here's like, the thing. <laughs> Hey, I hey, mean, hey, respectfully, respectfully, we shouldn't be having retard, shouldn't be having kids. Respectfully, respectfully. They, they shouldn't. And uh, <laughs> and here's what I will also say from a respectful standpoint. I think she was like the type of person that maybe the pregnancy wasn't consensual. Okay. You know oh, I mean? yeah. So like maybe that maybe that was the gist of it. So wait, like, what was she doing? Was she getting what kind of abortion was she going to have? From she the was top having of like the a, State she, yeah. Why did she have to go so high to get this fucking? I think it was a. All right, well, guys, you, you picture you're on the you're on the 80th floor, right? Lots of stairs to the bottom. You yeah, just need yeah. one trip, like the girl at Mooseheads. You go all the way down. Is the that bottom. what she was no doing? No more baby. Nah, she, no, she. So she was just like, look, I'm 22 weeks pregnant. I definitely do not want this baby. It's for whatever reason she doesn't want it. And then this guy's like, I'll just scale to the top of this building to be like, hey, maybe you should keep it because that's life. How did he find out about it? Spidey sense. Spidey sense. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Fucking stupid question. Sorry. Honestly, I'm a disappointed Marvel that didn't explore that side of Peter Parker, dude. Petey Parker's like a real pro-life. Yeah, he's real pro-life. And his Spidey sense goes off when there's like unsolicited abortions. Oh, no. (laughs) Some... What of God's creation? Yeah, like, some criminal's got a coat hanger in a dark alley, yeah. and then Spidey Man just swings in. Not today, crook. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, yeah, so they're, they're my two. 
Taylor, do you have a uh, do you have a, a roast that you'd like to bring to light? Yeah, look, I just I my Sunday roast goes to Leonardo DiCaprio, and, <laughs> right? Oh, dude. And and listen, it's not because I disagree with what his general thesis of life is. Because you're gonna sound like fucking a hater, young right? Puss. Yeah, yeah. Fucking young hot puss, I think is fucking a great Sick. plan. He's made it clear that he does not want to get married or have kids or have a family. He's just getting pussy, slinging dick and taking names. But you, you just got to keep it out of the teens, mate. You Nineteen's keep, young. You got to keep it out of the He's teens. He's got a nineteen-year-old. Guy. Guy. Yeah, you've got oh. to keep it out of the fucking teens. What would I he think? even talk to these girls about, though? That's the crazy. He's not talking. He's, he's not, not talking, talking to them. them. He's just fucking. That's and, why. And yeah. I, I'm definitely not on the side of like, basically like feminists and shit around her being like, this is all about like control. He just wants to be able to manipulate them and stuff. Like I, mean, I think they're, ha- they're having a really hard time getting through, like coming to terms with the fact that like, no, it's just that young chicks are hotter than you. Yeah. One hundred percent. Young chicks are just the hottest chicks, they and are. it is well, well. It is what it is. After a certain but age, they're the hottest chicks. Let yeah, me just go exactly. on record to say that. After eighteen, they're hot. After, after twenty, I think you, Leo, you got to be keeping it out of the. But when you've had as much p- pussy as DiCaprio's had, you're gonna start pushing the envelope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like you're gonna be like, oh, I've had a fucking twenty-one-year-old. Let's try twenty, What's, and then yeah. after you know, it's just like it makes sense. It's, it's not quiet taste. He's looking for a little bit fresher. I double down on on your on your roast as well because last night me and the missus just had a quiet night in. She's like, let's just watch a movie, and we were tossing up between one called The Swimmers, which is about these uh, third world swimmers that come over and supposedly are just guns and they swim for this local American team from <laughs> Syria. And I was just like, look, that's a feel-good story. I know what happens. I don't want that. They go yeah. there, they're not accepted, and they end up killing it. Then everyone loves then them. Then everyone likes them because they're good. Yeah. <laughs> and I was yeah, like, yeah. I get it, They're dude. bringing success to the team they follow, yeah. so they're automatically yeah. good. I look uh, past my prejudice because you're helping me win. Yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. just like I've seen Remember Real the Titans. Remember the Titans. Yeah, Titans. dude, fucking... <laughs> they're are we on the same like, wavelength? Yeah. Kind of, I was like, we've seen it, dude. We know what's yeah. going on. To relate back to the great Shane Gillis bit, we know what's going Obviously. on there, boys. Uh, yeah. So we, I've seen this movie and I was like, look, I haven't seen the movie, but I know what happens. And then she's like, all right, well, there's this other one. Don't look up. All I see is the great mm. Leonardo DiCaprio. I was like, he doesn't miss. Let's watch it. Bro, two and a half hours of my life, I'll never get back. That is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah, so sure, bad dude. that like I had such a good Friday, boys. Got my work bonuses paid coming in this week. Let's I'm go. I'm living. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to smoke a little Friday afternoon celebratory Jay. Oh. Make some nice food oh. and then, like, let's settle in and watch a movie. Oh. And, mate, one of the great Friday afternoons for me. Fucking oath. And uh, I'm sitting there and the entire time I'm like, oh, I don't know if this is because I'm just so stoned that it's perplexingly bad or if it is actually bad. So I said to my sober missus, I go, does this movie suck? And she's like, it's fucking yeah. horrid. Yeah. Your, your senses get heightened when you're high too. Yeah, so yeah, if yeah, something's definitely. good... It's fucking really good. And if something stinks, it's gonna fucking it's it gonna stink f- pretty bad. And it can make things that kind of stink be really good. Yeah. So if you're high and it does stink, it fucking stinks. Yeah. yeah it's like really a, like a fucking phone interview with the Canberra Times. Oh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather do that for an hour long than watch fucking Don't Look Up, dude. Fuck that shit. Jennifer right. Lawrence is a dumb bitch. Bluey, do you have a uh, do you have a Sunday roast, mate? To yeah, wrap it up? one for this. Uh, there's a school principal in New Jersey who. Uh, 
they, they had a student, a 14-year-old student who committed suicide after she got bashed by some bullies. The principal came out and got on the front foot and uh, said she was on drugs and that her dad's affair was to blame for the suicide. So the, oh, no. the, the principal really got on the front foot here and uh, he looks like a fucking piece of shit too. Like he's a big fat guy. He's wearing a bow tie and stuff. Yeah, cool, so. that's absolute yeah. shit cunt behaviour. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny when you suggested the Sunday roast. Like I, the first thing I went to was the Daily Mail. Yeah, and all it was was like they, I could have had, I could have picked any story. I just closed my eyes and scrolled, and like they're all just people killing themselves and someone doing the wrong thing. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. But yeah, this guy sounds like a a, a real piece of shit. To well, come out and just be like, well, actually, well, do you know just, that she was a dumb bitch. Yeah, yeah. literally. Like and her dad was a fucking asshole too. So. Maybe it was a good thing that she killed yeah, herself. She had the right to be bullied. You That's, know what I mean? He's like, I don't know. Maybe it was the kids are better. Or maybe it was the fact that her dad's a philanderer. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's her dad is acting against the will of God and being unfaithful. Do you ever think about that? Maybe yeah. it was the bullies. Maybe it was the fucking affair. Who knows? But yeah, that guy sounds like a proper piece of shit. Yeah. What a shit cunt. No pushback at all. Well, boys, thank you so much for coming in. Taylor, I appreciate being flexible today, mate. No worries, man. Always Thanks good to have me. you on. Josh, Bluey Nelson. Fantastic to have you on, mate. Thanks for having me. Um, everyone, go and check out The Daily Blue. Yes, absolutely. On Instagram, one of the funniest uh, satirical news pages that's going around. I would say ever. I'd say ever. You know, the, the Batuta Advocate's an absolute seller. Yeah, and watch out, me. Batuta, because I tell you what, you're falling off. You're yeah. falling off. They the cost, last 12, yeah. 18 months, you guys have been falling off. Don't and this is someone who's been an avid Batuta Advocate fan for many years now. You're falling off. I'm falling off too, boys. Don't worry. I'm getting... <laughs> I'm getting very lazy. <laughs> you can also listen to Josh on a bunch of the Cancel Me Now podcast with the great Isaac Butterfield. So make sure you go and give that a listen. Maybe not at the moment. He's in a bit of trouble at the moment. Wait oh, a couple of weeks. He is in a little bit of trouble <laughs> yeah, at the moment. He's in a little bit of trouble at the moment. We'll gloss, o- we'll gloss over that. We'll gloss over that. Look, listen, that was his decision to do what he did. We're here to um, actually tell you that he's leaving Isaac Butterfield and he's now part of the Sunday service. Welcome to the Sunday service, mate. Great to have you on. We've got no producer and no air con. So, you yeah. know, you're really stepping up. <laughs> Dude, so uh, yeah, welcome. Yeah. We've got Russ. He's a fucking. He's a cute executive producer. The Russ, the Red Dog. But um, mate, I appreciate you taking time out of your Saturday to come on. It's much appreciated. No, it was awesome. Thanks uh, for having me. It's a lot of fun. Thanks for sharing some comedy clips that I released during the week as well. That's uh, much. Appreciated. Oh, mate, it's fucking sick. Yeah, thank yeah, you. No, so it was much. great. No, it's awesome. It's fucking good shit. You're very, very funny. Hey, good luck with the shows too. Thank you very thank much. You. And uh, you can catch Taylor and I at the Canberra Comedy Festival with the one and only Sam Silla, March eighteenth. At the Courtyard Theatre, 6.30 to 7.30. Mate, and I'm telling you right now, if you're being one of them cunts that's, oh, wait to see what's going on on that weekend and then I'll buy a ticket, fucking buy one, dude, because there is literally a handful left. Yeah, they're going to sell out We've and got, you're going to miss out. You're going to miss out. And I'm not coming back to Canberra for another show this year, so that is it. So Neither. if you're fucking, if you're about the pod, if you're about Taylor, if you're about myself... Or Mooseheads. Or Mooseheads, or Academy, or Golden Gloves in general... Get around the boys and uh, it'll be a fucking fun night. I can't wait for it. Make sure you give Taylor Coftry a follow on ta- at Taylor Coftry on yep. Instagram. As mentioned, the Daily Blue. And if you don't follow me on Instagram, cunt, what are you doing, brah? Underscore Bradley Bishop. As always, don't forget to smoke weed every day. <laughs> and chill to the next episode. <laughs> There's no better outro in, in Damn, world podcasting it, history. I feel cool. I'm about to use the N-word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll turn your mic off before yeah, you do, brother. Yeah, let's go. Eat your heart out, guys. I've got a few. Do you think you're in trouble? Yeah. Let's fucking go. We cut up two people from the cancer. We now get cancelled in the one week. <laughs> All right, love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks, Mike.